Hey y'all, you're listening to The Coffee Shop, and I'm your host, Lindsay Acosta. If you know me, then you know that I love coffee, and The Coffee Shop is where I've had some of my favorite and hardest conversations. I've laughed, cried, mourned, and rejoiced with friends as we sat across from one another, a coffee between us. So I hope you'll pull up a chair to my table and have conversations with me as I talk about all things Jesus related in hopes that it will equip, teach, and empower you in your walk with the Lord. Welcome to the coffee shop. Is anyone else the type of person where God just has to tell you like it is or you'll never listen? He seriously has to be so stern with me, and I'm pretty much used to it now, and my mom can definitely attest to this. Like, I am just so stubborn and hard-headed that you just have to be stern and stubborn right back with me, and the Lord does it, thankfully. Um, But he actually laid something very heavy on my heart, and I think it's something that you know, doesn't get talked about enough and it, and it really needs to be addressed, which is a lot of what I'd like to talk about on this podcast. I really like to, to dig deep into the things that aren't really talked about, but need to be talked about. Um, so this episode is geared toward anyone in leadership within the body of Christ, but it can definitely be applied across the board to any believer. But I do need to be clear about a few things. So the first thing that I want to be clear about is that I'm preaching to myself. Do not ever think that I'm never preaching to myself when I talk about things on my podcast. Um, You know, these the things that I talk about in each of these episodes are things that I am trying to actively live out in my own life. So I am preaching to the choir 100% of the time. Um, Number two is that I am in no way bashing the church or its leaders or the body of Christ, but... There are things that need to be talked about with what is happening more specifically with leadership, but again, across the board. Number three is that sometimes us leaders can do everything right and still come out feeling like we lost and that's okay. Um, we, We don't have control of the way that others think and perceive things. And at the end of the day, If you did right by God, then you as a leader need to be okay with that. Don't take on the offenses of others when you have done right by the Lord. Um, Number four, there is balance. There are standards that, you know, we are to follow as Christians. And it's the responsibility of leaders to address and to preach about these standards. Despite the fact that it might be offensive to the congregation. So if you find yourself offended by something, it may be time for a long and prayerful self-reflection. You know, what we don't want is leaders who operate in and preach toxic and, and unbiblical theology. That's what we don't want. We also don't want preachers babying everybody and acting like there's no sin. And it's just a bunch of prosperity gospel. There has to be balance. And number five is, at the end of the day, leaders are called to a higher standard, and we are responsible for the sheep that follow us. And that is why 
this episode is a little bit more geared towards leaders in the church. And that's leaders. You don't have to be a pastor. I'm talking about if you're in any type of leadership within the church, whether you just lead a small group or maybe you're just in charge of the greeters at your church. If you are in any type of leadership, this episode is for you. And another reason why this is geared more towards leaders is because we are seeing a mass exodus of people leaving the church and a lot of it is coming back to toxicness in the church and unwise leadership and lack of accountability for leadership and lack of comfort and help for those who have endured hardships and hurt within the church and it's also because of the lack of willingness to discuss hard topics and have hard conversations and now I'm not saying these are the only reasons and it's definitely true that some people are leaving just to leave and because you know they have a major trip on their shoulder but it's not a secret that there's been a lot of people leaving the church and at the end of the day us leaders are responsible and of course you know people have free will and sometimes there's nothing we can do and even if you've done everything right sometimes people leave anyway but you know those are not the instances I'm talking about The instances that I'm going to be talking about are the instances where people really have truly been hurt by the church. And as leaders, we are responsible for the things that happen in our churches and within the body of Christ. You know, as leaders, it's time that we take accountability for our shortcomings and our transgressions. And it's time that we learn to be you know, slow to speak and quick to listen. It's time that we learn how to have the hard conversations while still seeking restoration and a peaceful solution. It's time to show comfort and compassion to those who have been hurt by the church or even those who bash the church. And more importantly, it's time that we weed out toxic theology and practices that we keep just for the sake of religious systems and because, well, that's how we've always done things. You know, the saying, you catch more flies with honey is especially true here. The church has forgotten how to love and instead it condemns. The church has forgotten how to show compassion and instead we abandon the hurting. The church has forgotten how to be a safe place and instead has become a harmful place to the very people it should be helping. An attitude reflects leadership. If we as leaders are not showing love, how can we expect our flocks, you know, our members to love? If we as leaders are not showing compassion, how can we expect our members to show compassion? If we as leaders are not being a safe place for the brokenhearted, how can we expect our members to be a safe place for the brokenhearted? In Matthew 7, 17 through 20, it says, So every healthy tree bears good fruit, but the diseased trees bears bad fruit. A healthy tree cannot bear bad fruit, nor can a diseased tree bear good fruit. Every tree that does not bear good fruit is cut down and thrown into the fire. Thus you will recognize them by their fruits. This verse says, You will be recognized by your fruits. 
So if people only see bad fruits in you, they will never partake in the fruit that you offer. They will never partake in the saving grace that is Jesus. They will never partake of the love that Jesus has to offer. Because to them, all they see is rotten fruit. They don't see the love of Jesus. They don't see the good fruit. Because all you're bearing is diseased fruit. But if people only see good fruits in you, they will want to partake in the fruits you offer. They will want to partake in the saving grace that is Jesus. They will want to partake in the love that is Jesus and the love that he has to offer. Because to them, all they see is good fruit and fruit that reflects Jesus and his love that he has to offer them. And if you claim to be a follower of Jesus, especially in the position of leadership, you need to make sure that you're doing what Jesus called you to do and not what religion has called you to do. Does that mean we give in to culture? No. Does that mean we forget about being Jesus to people and we become like the Pharisees? No. It means we make sure that what we're doing is right in the eyes of Jesus. That it is biblically sound. Everything that we do should be biblically sound and should be something that Jesus would be doing himself. If you claim to be a follower of Jesus, especially in the position of leadership, you need to check your trees. If your trees are not bearing fruit that would be pleasing to Jesus, you need to prune your branches of the dead fruit. If your trees are not bearing good fruit and are instead bearing condemnation, hurtfulness, toxicity, an unwillingness to show compassion, an unwillingness to be held accountable, an unwillingness to call out that which harms the body of Christ, you need to prune your branches. There is no room for dead branches and rotting fruit in the kingdom, especially among his leaders and teachers, because the Bible says that we will be judged by the fruits of our labor. Your fruits either lead people to the foot of the cross or to an eternal tomb. So ask God to reveal the branches that are not producing good fruit and then cut them off. And if you have to cut down an entire tree, do it and ask God to plant a new one. Ask him to plant a new fruitful tree in its place, one that leads people to him and not away from him. Your actions and how you treat people will always speak louder than the words and scriptures that flow from your lips. So ask yourself, are your fruits leading people to the foot of the cross or to an eternal tomb? Thanks for listening to this week's episode on The Coffee Shop. I'd love to connect with you more on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok. See y'all next week.